your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Good morning to you, Mark. Good morning, how are you? Um, very good, um, but maybe I, I'm just going to ask, as Sarah was asking me, is it too early for a cocktail yet? Uh, listen, I, I, I don't think so. It uh, depends on your on the way you're going to view it. Yeah, well, with everything going a little bit wrong with the phone lines this morning. But look, <laughs> um, tell us, Mark, you are, uh, you're not obviously a Limerick native, but you, you've been here a little while. Tell us how you, you made it to Limerick. Yeah, uh, so I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan in the United States. And uh, in August of 2020, um, I decided to make a move to Ireland. Um, I picked Limerick because I actually am a graduate from the University of Limerick. Uh, in December, I got my second master's degree in Irish music studies. Um, and then from there, I was just really enamored by the city, really loved the people there, uh, had a really great warm welcome. So it's like Limerick's home. It's wonderful. So is bartending something you did to kind of pay for your studies? pay your way while you were studying? Uh, no, I actually got into bartending after my first master's degree. Um, so my little background about myself, I'm a classical musician by trade, and I had just finished up a European tour with an orchestra um, when I was 25, 24, 25, and uh, came back and was just burnt out because I'd been playing all my life. And... Uh, I went to a new cocktail bar that opened up in Detroit and was just enamored by the skill, the education, the passion, um, the storytelling that these, these these people behind the bar had and was like, well, you know, if I'm going to do something outside of music, I want to do something that's artistic and has, you know, surrounded by passionate people. So I uh, applied for a job at that bar. Uh, I barbacked for a year, did everything but make drinks, uh, and just learned. And it was just very, uh, I became really obsessed with it, with cocktail culture, spirits, um, you know, the ingredients, how you make things. Uh, so that's how that all kind of came, came to be. Do you have a favorite drink to make, Mark? Um, my favorite drink to make is the one you're buying for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of course, uh, Limerick is famous for a drink, um, you know, that is now world famous. It was invented in Foynes. I don't know whether you'd class it as a cocktail as such, but how would uh, you describe an Irish coffee? I would definitely say that the Irish coffee is a cocktail. Um, so by definition, a uh, cocktail is anything that has a spirit, sugar, water, and bitters. Um, the Irish coffee is, you know absolutely a cocktail and it's one of my favorites yeah and what's the secret in your view to making the best irish coffee ah uh, you know uh it comes down to good coffee uh good whiskey um fresh cream and freshly grated nutmeg Ooh, nutmeg yeah. freshly, freshly grated, grated. Nutmeg. okay yeah. well that's not something that everybody's going to have in their kitchen presses and and that's the other thing. You don't always have it. Like bars don't always have the necessary ingredients for cocktails. You know, I think bars have improved an awful lot in recent years. But um, sometimes you're looking for something. And for example, I was a big fan of the Bloody Mary. But to me, a Bloody Mary isn't a Bloody Mary unless it's got a celery stick sticking out of it. And not yeah. every bar is going to have one of those. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, there are... I guess it's one of those things where you're, you try to read the room. Um, you know, if, if you went into, 
you know, a pub that is known for their pints, I wouldn't necessarily go asking for, you know, a Bloody Mary if they do it. But if, if, if a place is a cocktail bar and they do like a brunch or something like that, you know, a Bloody Mary is certainly on the table. Um, and I think it's also down to most, most bars will have some form of sugar and a lemon or a lime. And that's kind of the basis of all, of all cocktails. It's, you know, a lemon, a lime, a sugar, and put some, put your favorite spirit in. What is the most popular cocktail to be ordered these days in Limerick? Uh, the espresso martini and the whiskey sour and the passion fruit martini are definitely three that I've seen are very, very popular. Does it all go in fashions? I remember, you know, when Mad Men came out, um, <laughs> that kind of inspired a lot of people. And, you know, they started ordering cocktails that perhaps were, well, <laughs> to use a pun, old fashioned. Yeah. Um, because, uh, you know, it was kind of 1950s time, which cocktails were very, very popular in the States mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah, I think there are there are certainly trends Um in you know, in all the time that I've been doing this, uh, there are certainly things like ebb and flow, and people become really interested in it. And it's it's kind of cool. Um, so, like in in the U.S., when I started, uh, we you know cocktail culture was still building. And when I left and came here, it's not necessarily you know backwards in time, but people are just now starting to get really invested, and they're really interested. So it's like this fresh new slate, and it's really exciting thing for me to be a part of again you know it's the first time i saw it happening in the u.s and you know being a part of that especially in detroit being a part of that scene that culture and to be now in limerick and in ireland to see it kind of booming and these people are really really interested in you know what's going in their glass do people sometimes choose a cocktail based on what it looks like as opposed to how it tastes Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and this is the thing. We, we taste with our eyes and our nose first. Um, so if a drink looks good, someone's going to, you know, be enticed by that. Um, and, but generally speaking, if a drink looks good, it's going to taste good. So you've already been named as Diageo's, Diageo Reserve's world-class bartender of the year, and you're entering into this competition in Sydney. Um, I mean, just how do you... Do you pay for your own trip over to Sydney? How does that work? Uh, no. So uh, part of the uh, winning was my trip is paid for by Diageo. I'm incredibly grateful for that. Uh, they have certainly taken care of me and have allowed me to really enjoy this experience. Um, but yeah, no, so it's, it's thankfully very much covered by, uh, by the people at Diageo. And you'll be, even though you're, you know, from Detroit, you're, you're representing Limerick, I would say, in Sydney, as much as your, your hometown. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going there representing Limerick and Ireland. Um, I, they, the, the U.S. has their own competitor. Um, so, well, I, I'm looking forward to see, I actually know her. <laughs> um, Small but, world. But, yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, I met her, and her name is Jessica Pollock. Really, really excellent bartender. So it'll be nice to see her. Um, but no, I'm going there very proudly representing Ireland and very proudly representing Limerick. Okay, well, we and when does it take place, Mark? Uh, I leave September 8th. Uh, the competition itself is 
from September 10th to the 15th. Okay, well, we wish you the very best of luck. You'll let us know how you get on, won't you? Absolutely, absolutely. It'll be my pleasure. Okay, that's Mark Cooney. He's a bartender at uh, Sister Social in Limerick. Some people would say in Clare because it is technically over the border, <laughs> but a lot of people will call it a Limerick pub as well. And uh, you're taking part in that world competition in September in Sydney. Thanks for joining us on Limerick today this morning, Mark. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.